God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. Don't let what you've experienced in this pandemic stop you from believing. Hallelujah. I want I want to say that again. Don't let what you've experienced in this pandemic to stop you from believing what God is able to do in your life. The Lord said only true and authentic faith will survive this. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to hold on to your faith for real to see uh, what God has in store for you. So I'm in this place of expectation again, in this place of faith, because I know that my God will never fail. Where are the people at that know that God will never fail? He will never, he will never fail. Despite my own weaknesses and my own issues, my God will never fail. Despite what the economy looks like, what the economists believe is coming. My God will never fail. If I don't get hired next week, God can still provide. Yes. Hallelujah. You serve an all-powerful God. Yes, God. That can sur survive disappointment. Yeah, I can survive somebody telling me no because I never placed my faith in them in the first place. Hallelujah. I never placed my career in their hands in the first place. I know God has an end for me. He's the author and the finisher. He's the author and the finisher. Hallelujah. He's the author and the finisher of my faith hallelujah glory be to God how many know that God is going to finish this oh yeah he's going to finish it he's going to finish it he's going to finish it the work that he started in you he's going to finish it he's going to bring it to completion oh my God so I'm excited because the word is going out I'm excited about a word. The word is that powerful that it can make me excited despite the situation. See, I'm the kind of person that can get a bad, have a bad situation and get a word for it and get excited. Yeah, my, my situation can look grim, it can look ugly, and then a word comes and I rejoice at the word despite the situation. Where are those kind of people at that got that kind of faith? They said, I don't care. Oh, my God. What it looks like, I got a word that speaks to my future. Yeah, my future, my future, my future is bright because I got a word. My future is bright because I got a promise. I'm standing on a promise. Oh, my God, I'm standing on a promise. I'm standing on a promise. All you need is a word that can shift your situation and change the outcome. 
It can change the outcome. It can change the outcome. So don't get worried right now. Don't get worried. Don't get worried. Don't get worried. I want you to put your hand on your head and say, don't worry. 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 There's breath coming to your situation. Do not worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm speaking to some people right now. Do not worry about it. God has a plan for you. Glory be to God. I, I want to speak as much as I possibly can without just losing it. Because I'm ready to lose it. I, with all that I've been through, I'm ready to lose it. I, I'm ready to lose it because God has something to say about my situation. He understands my challenge and he knows what you're up against. And he said, despite what you're up against, if God be for you, he's more. Oh, Jesus. If God be for you, if God be for you, it don't matter what they said, if God be for you, it don't matter what it looks like, if God be for you, if God be for you, he's more than the world. He said, if I be for you, I am more than the world against you. So I want to I wanna speak uh, from this topic, make me breathe again. Make me breathe again. Make me breathe again. Sometimes things can get so tight around you that you lose your breath. And, and you're not praying for stuff no more. You're just saying, God, make me breathe again. If I can just get some breath, if I can just get a win, if I can just get a refreshing right now, I'll be satisfied with just breathing again. With all that's been going on, I can sense that there are some people who need a breath. Who need a breath, who just need to breathe. And so God, make us breathe again. Make us breathe again. Make us breathe again. See, you got to learn how to catch the rhythm. You got to learn how to catch the wind in the spirit and not wait on no drums and not wait on a prayer. Hallelujah. Oh, something happening right now. Something is happening right now. There's glory that's resting in this place right now. If I was you, I'd say, God, I receive my wind right now. I receive. So there are things 
that can happen that will cause you to lose your breath. I want you to go with me to 1 Kings chapter 17. Sometimes something grabs a hold of you and illness settles in. Now, each and every one of us, even if you haven't been sick physically, I guarantee you've been sick emotionally. You've been sick mentally before. You may not have been placed in an insane asylum, but you've been sick before. Each and every one of us has went through periods in our lives where something has grabbed a hold of us and, and we can't get free. But for every sickness, there is a word. For every situation, there is a prophetic saying that has been constructed by God to work in your situation. And so I don't want you to miss what God is doing because it comes in word form. I want you to hear me. I don't want you to miss what God is doing because it's going to come in a word before it manifests in your world. So, so don't downgrade it. Don't, don't say that's just what they said or what he said. I want you to be able to grab hold of what God is doing right now so you can see breath come to what lost its breath in its life. So here it is, 1 Kings, 1 Kings 17, starting with verse 17. After this, the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, that's the woman in authority, the mistress of the house, became ill. Her son became ill. And his illness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. And she said to Elijah, what have you against me, O man of God? You have come to bring my sin to remembrance and to cause the death of my son. And he said to her, give me your son. And he took him from her arms and carried him up into the upper chamber where he lodged. And he laid on, and he laid him on his own bed. And he cried to the Lord, Oh, Lord, my God, have you brought calamity even upon the widow with whom I sojourn? He said, I'm in this house. How could this have happened? Have you ever asked, that, asked God that question? God, I'm, I'm here. How, how could this have happened while I'm here? Ha has anything ever happened on your watch that made you question God? Sometimes stuff happen on your watch and you start asking God, how did you allow this to happen while I'm here? How did you allow this to happen while I'm praying? 
while I'm prophesying to Ahab and Jezebel, you allow this to happen in the place that you have situated me? It happened while he was there. And there's some things, you can be seated, there's some things that, that has occurred. And I said, God, how did this happen on my watch? And, and you begin to question your relationship with God based on what's happening in your life. You could begin to ask God, how if 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 I'm praying like this, okay, I, I, I read your word and I believe your word. How's all this going on? How's my child stuck in this place that's dysfunctional? And I'm in the house. I, I'm in the house. And I'm anointed. I'm called of God. There is a word in my mouth, but sickness in my house. Uh, have you ever had a word in your mouth, but sickness in your house? It is possible to have a word in your mouth and sickness shows up. Isn't it interesting that God will allow sickness to come into the house where the prophet is. Sickness. And, and this woman is the same woman that we see at the beginning of the chapter who has this grim pronostication, this grim prediction about her future. She believes that her end is near. She has prophesied her own demise. Have you ever been going through something that was so bad that you start speaking your own end? This woman was gathering sticks and she was ready to die. She had planned her demise. She said, I'm about to gather these sticks and I'm about to get this handful of flour and this little bit of oil and make something for me and my son and we are dying. And God sends a prophet to Zarephath to change her forecast. He said, you have forecasted your end. But I have forecasted a blessed future for you. So it don't matter how things look. And it don't matter that she believes at this point that she ain't going to make it. Because in the midst of her believing that she not going to make it, God had already planned her future and planned her success and planned her provision. And God was about to show his hand in her life. I just want to speak to a couple people who have lost hope. And God is saying, you are not going to die in this situation. 
I know it looks ugly. I know it looks messed up. I know it looks bad. I know you're in pain. I know you only got a little bit left. But don't worry about what you got left if you got a word to mix in it. Oh, my God. If you, if you can get a word in your little bit. If you can just get a word in your little bit and begin to mix the word with that little bit of flour and a little bit of oil, God said, I will multiply your little bit if you would mix it with the word of faith. If you would just believe, I'm about to show you something you ain't never seen before. If you believe, I promise to you, I got provision in your poverty. Even in the midst of things going awry and you looking at it and saying, this is just not enough. Have you ever looked at your situation and said, this, this just ain't enough. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. It looked like me and my son, it's all about to end right here. And God said, no, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. I got somebody uh, that I've sent to your situation to speak into it because life is getting ready to come where there has been a pronostication of death. I'm about to mess up your prediction. I'm about to mess up your forecast. I've sent the prophet your way because I've seen your demise and I'm ready to reverse it. Uh, I'm ready, I'm ready to turn your situation around. God can turn your situation around. Yeah, he can turn it around. I don't care how deep how harmful, how destructive, how much the plague or the disease has gotten into you. No matter how deep it is, God said, I can, I can turn it around. Widow, there's a man coming your way with a word for your situation. There, there is a man coming your way, not with bread, not with more flour. There's a man coming your way. He doesn't have a container of oil, but he does have a word for you. Yeah, yeah. And he tells this woman, he says, uh, listen, this is what I want you to do. I know you only got a little bit, but this is what I need you to do. I need you to work with the little. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God will challenge you to work with the little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you, you don't want your, to start your business yet because you keep saying, well, I only got a little, but God works with the little. God said, if you can work with the little, I can produce much from a little bit, from a little bit. Isn't that the kind of God that we serve? The kind of God that says, let me have the boys lunch. I'm about to feed the multitude. Why? Because I like to work with a little bit. I like to work with what seems to be lack to people. Go home, widow. And, and start working with that little bit of flour and oil. And I could see her in her house. Uh, sometimes we feel ridiculous working with a little bit. We think we're the laughing stock. We're working with a little bit. 
We got other people that's looking at us and they like, you only got a little bit and you still working with that. Yes, I am because I believe that God getting ready to do something supernatural. And I don't care how you think about my situation. I've been sitting home to work with my little bit. Yeah, where, where are those people at that were sitting home to work with their little bit? Uh, and now they're in the house and they're, 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 they're working with, with, with what seems to be not enough. Not enough. And she's, and she's working with it. She's working with it. And I'm speaking to somebody right now. You're working with it and you feel ridiculous. You, you feel like, like you ain't got nothing coming. You feel like God ain't about to do nothing for you. you you're working with it. Don't keep working with it. Keep working with it. This woman is about to bake a little bit of bread. A little bit of bread. And the prophet says, uh, before you eat anything, uh, make sure you bring it right here. Uh, don't 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 eat that because because if you eat that you'll die you may enjoy it while you're eating it but it will not produce the future that you want I want to speak to some people because you keep getting satisfied with the little bit and God is saying I got so much more for you I got so much more for you. He said, don't let that little bit, come on and bring it here. Bring it to faith. Bring it to God. I, I want you to bring that right here to me. If you bring it to me, something supernatural is about to be activated in your life. That, that little bit of flour that's at home is about to duplicate itself. Uh, you're about to see a duplication happen in your, that little bit of oil that you looked at when you left the house uh, and bought me the bread. By the time you return back home, uh, that container of flour is about to be full and you're going to be able to eat the duration of the drought. You're going to be able to eat. I want you to understand uh, that God is preparing you for greater. Can you just lift up your hands and say that God is preparing me for greater? He's preparing me uh, for greater. He's preparing me for greater. This same woman who believed the prophet experiences sudden death in her house she survived the famine her son survived the famine but sickness takes over her son H have you ever survived something only to get hit by something else have you ever survived something and you start celebrating the victory and something else hits you? While you're still in celebration for real, uh, here is another issue. And it's gotten into your house and into your child. And now your son is ill. The woman's son is ill. He's very ill. He's so ill that he loses his breath. And he's no longer breathing. He dies in the house. And when he dies in the house, the first thing that the woman starts to think about is her past life of sin. 
she allows the guilt of yesterday to convince her that the prophet showed up to remind her of what she did wrong. I want you to know that guilt will block your miracle. Oh, yes, it will. If you start walking around guilty every day, just thinking that God got nothing good for you because you did what you did yesterday, it'll block what God wants to do in your life today. See, this was a woman who was caught up in Baal worship. She was caught up in idolatry. And God loved her so much that he positioned a man of God in her house to minister to her. Now, this, this should make you feel real good about the God that you serve. Because despite your past failures, God will send a word to your address. And not what will he only send it to your address. He'll tell it to live there. Oh, my God. I want you to know that there is a word that has been sent to your house. And God has given it, in a, given it a room in your house. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a word in my house and it got a room. Uh, there, there's a word in my house and it's residing there. This, this is different. This word don't just pass through my house. It, it's living in my house. I got a word that's sleeping in my house. I, I got a word that got a bed in my house. How many of you are getting comfortable with the word of God in your house? Oh, my God, this woman takes, takes the word home. I, I want you to do more than just receive it here. I want you to take the word home with you. I want you to say this word that was spoken over my life is going home with me. I, I'm not going to just leave it in the house of God because there is something in my house that may need a word. There, there is something that I may deal with in the future. And the only way that I am going to see it breathe again uh, is I'm going to need to have the word in my house uh, and not just at my church. Uh, but I need it in my house. Uh, I need it in my car. I need it in my family. I need the word in my life. Somebody shout make me breathe again make me breathe again God make me breathe again this woman is dealing with a dead son and guilt is trying to rob her of a miracle she, she starts thinking that God got something against her like God trying to punish her for, for what she did yesterday. And here is a new beginning right now in her life. And she's thinking about what she did yesterday, thinking God don't really want to bless me. Of all the people that God can bless, why would he want to bless me? All of the people that that, that been living for God, why would God want to bless me? She starts to let guilt get in. And, and the prophet starts to question God and say, God, you let this go down? Uh, now, I know I ain't by myself. God, you let this go down. God, you let this happen like this. You mean to tell me it, it's dying right here and I'm here in the house? God, why would you let this happen in this way? God let this happen like this and after all of that something quickens in the prophet 
And he says to her, give me your son. Give your son to me. Because guilt blocking you. Yeah, yeah you, you, you're guilty. You can't hold nothing that God get ready to breathe on. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, you can't hold this right now because you, you stuck on what you did and God don't even remember what you did. He said, I done threw it in the sea of forgetfulness. He said, I'll remember what you did. Give me your son. Give me your son. My conscience is clear. Give me your son. This ain't got nothing to do with what you didn't do yesterday. He takes the boy and he carries him up to the upper chamber. There's some stuff that cannot get healed on this level. There's some stuff that you're dealing with right now and you keep wanting to see God work a miracle on the ground floor. And he's saying to you, I ain't going to do this one on the ground floor. I'm going to need you to carry this thing up a little higher. Where are the people at that's willing to take it up a notch? Where are the people at that say, no, I'm not going to ground myself here. I'm about to go higher. I'm about to go in. I'm about to travail on another level. I will not stay where I am. See, the devil is trying to convince some of us, stay right where you are. Stay right where you are. You, you, you just need to stay where you are. I, I know that there's stuff that's crazy all around you, but, but, but just stay where you are. And just Maybe God going to do it. Maybe he going to work it out for you. But faith makes you go up. Faith makes you go up with something that's not breathing. Have you ever carried something that wasn't working? Yeah, H have you ever carried something that wasn't working? And you said, it ain't about to work on this level. But if I can get this thing up, if I can take this up higher, if I can take it up and lay on it. Yeah, yeah. If I can take it up and stretch on it. What, what am I saying? Sometimes we don't win up, but we put our whole self on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to put your whole self on the issue. God said, stop doing it part of the way or half of the way. Put your whole self on this thing. You got to put your whole self on it. He puts him, his whole self on a dead boy. What was dead, he lays on it. He puts the weight of the prophetic and his intercession on something that died. And he said, if I lay my weight on this thing, if I lay the weight of my prayer life on it, it ain't got to move the first time, but I guarantee you this thing getting ready to breathe again. Oh, somebody shout, make me breathe again. Make, make me breathe again. Make me breathe again. The prophet says, I'm going to lay on it. I'm going to lay on it. And I'm going to stretch myself out. Where are the people at that's willing to be stretched by God? 
Yeah, yeah, it's time for you to get stretched by God. You're not going to just pray, but you're going to let God put you in a position uh, where you got to be stretched by him. Uh, if he stretches you, that means you're uncomfortable. Uh, but that's the only way to get a miracle. Uh, you can't get a miracle and be comfortable. Uh, God is saying, will you allow me to stretch you? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you let me stretch you, uh, I'll do something in your life uh, that you didn't even imagine uh, above what you can think, uh, above what you... He said, if you allow me to stretch you, I got to take you up higher. You need to lay the weight of the prophetic and your intercession on this thing and allow me to stretch you, stretch you over something that's dead. And I need you to be persistent in prayer because sometimes it won't happen the first time. Oh my God, I want you to hear me. Oh Jesus, sometimes it will not happen the first time. Will you give up? Because because it didn't happen the first time. Will you give in because you ain't see it breathe after you laid the weight of the prophetic in your intercession on it? Will you leave it in the upper room dead? Or will you get off that thing and pray again and stretch again and pray again and stretch again and pray again and stretch again? Where are the people at that's willing to repeat the process so you can get the out Come, I dare to shout, breathe, 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 breathe. Every dead thing, breathe. Every, every dead thing, come alive. Every dead dream, come alive. I'm about to stretch. I'm about to stretch myself out. I ain't coming out of this place until this boy gets up. I'm not coming out of this place until his lungs start working again. I'm not coming out of this place until this boy returns to life because he died. That don't mean he no longer exists. Oh my God, that boy is still alive. Yeah, he may be alive in another realm but he's still living. He may be alive in another realm, but he still exists. Well, let's prove this thing out. Jesus takes some of his most trusted disciples up on the Mount of Transfiguration, and then we see Elijah and Moses show back up on the scene. They died, but they still existed. Where are the people at that believe that life can leave and return? Jesus proved it. He said, I'm going down, but I'm coming back up again. Life return. I declare it. Breathe again. Breathe again. Breathe again. Breathe again. Breathe again. Breathe. 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 Breathe, 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 boy, breathe, boy, breathe, girl, breathe, man. Oh. room breathe you're not coming out of breathe 
Give it to me. Give it to God. Then, verse 21, then he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried to the Lord, oh, Lord, my God, let this child's life come into him again. And the Lord listened to the voice of Elijah. And the life of the child came into him again. And he revived. Oh, Jesus. The life came into him again. And he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper chamber into the house. The Lord told me to tell you it's on its way back. It's on its way back. It's on its way back. As a matter of fact, he told me to tell you first class delivery. I'm about to send it back to your house. I'm sending it back. I'm sending it back. Here, here is Elijah walking with the thing that used to be dead. He coming down the stairs with it. Mother! Widow! Woman! He's alive! On his way down the stairs. He's alive! You about to get it back. You about to get it back. Where are the people at that believe they're about to get it back? They're about to get it back. They're about to get it back. He he comes down the stairs with, with what used to be dead, and he's walking down the stairs, and I'm sure that the mother hears the footsteps of Elijah who's coming down the stairs with her child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming back with what she lost. Listen to this. She did not come up to get him. The prophet came down to give him. Hallelujah. God is saying, I'm going to meet you right where you are. I'm I'm going to deliver this to you. It died. It died. But it's going to breathe again. You may have died, but you're going to breathe again. You gonna dream again? Yes, you are. You gonna dream again? You gonna plan again? You gonna start writing again? You gonna have all of these conversations about where God is taking you again? You about to go live again? You about to go live? 
See, you done lost your confidence. You lost your hope. And God is saying, I got it for you. It's on the way. Woman, all I need you to do, all I need you to do is open your arms and receive your son. All I need you to do is take this back because God never was condemning you in the first place. You thought it was your past. God said, I got something for your future. Elijah said, see, see, look again. Your son lives. And the woman said, Elijah, I know that you are a man of God. And that the word of the Lord lives in your mouth. The word of the truth. The word of truth is in you, Elijah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So she wasn't fully convinced. When God caused her flour and oil to increase, she wasn't fully convinced. Isn't this something? God had already performed a miracle in her life, but she wasn't fully convinced yet. I've been sent to tell you that God is about to fully convince you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, I... He said, if you would rock with me, he said, if you would trust me, he said, I, I'm about to fully convince you that power, oh my God, belongs to me. Bell can't help you. Bell can't send rain. But I want you to know that I'm the God of Abraham. I'm the God of Isaac. I'm the God of Jacob. I'm the one that. Fully. Fully. She said, now I know. Now I know. I reasoned away that last miracle. But now I know for sure that there is something in your mouth. And it ain't of human origin. This is something that is divine. There's got to be something that came from God. Why? Because what I lost is breathing again. It's breathing again. It's breathing again. Come on, put your hand. Say, I'm breathing again. I'm breathing. I'm breathing again. I'm dreaming again. I'm, I, I'm full of faith again. I'm, I, I'm excited again. I'm, I'm anticipating again. I, oh, Jesus. Breath is coming. Breathe. Breathe. Everyone that's watching us virtually, breathe right now. 
breathe. You were ready to give up. You were ready to die. But God told me to tell you, you will breathe again. You will breathe again. Depression, get off of him. Hopelessness, get off of them. Get off of them. Get off of them. Faith, rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Give it to God. Give it to God. Give it to God. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. I see lungs working again. It's coming back. I see sickness getting up off of you. It's coming back. God, make us. Make us breathe again. We've been in a drought, God. Make us breathe again. We haven't felt your presence in a while. Make us breathe again. We want the weight of your glory to rest on us. Make us breathe again. We've been out of the faith community for so Make us breathe again. Breathe life into what was lost. Father, I thank you right now for first class delivery. You're bringing life to a dead situation. And I speak over you right now that everything you lost during COVID-19 God said you're going to get back. There are people that left their body that you're going to see again. Yeah, yeah. Because the soul left doesn't mean that it fails to exist. I want you to hear me now. God has something in store for you and I want you to receive faith. Right now, faith, faith. This word is for you. Breathe again. This word is for your house. This word is for your family. Breathe again. Breathe again. Life come. I prophesy over you that it won't end like this. It will not end like this. God still has a future for you. Quit thinking about your mess ups from yesterday. Don't let guilt kill what God wants to do in your life. Do you know that Abraham was accredited righteousness? God gave him righteousness based on his faith. And if you believe right now, God is getting ready to do something for you. He's going to accredit you what you don't deserve. I want you to hear me right now. This is your moment. 
to believe, to trust God. Now everybody in the room, stand to your feet. Trust, put your faith in God right now. Place your faith in him, life is coming to you. This word is for your situation, tailor-made for you. And I want you to know that there's still hope. If you can get beyond yourself, if you can stop looking at what you did wrong and look at what God wants to revive.